This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 89 of the Stable Scoop Radio Show on the Horse Radio Network. Rolex, the fun side. Please support our sponsors as they make this show possible. Equestrian Collections brings the whole universe of equestrian shopping to your fingertips. Visit them at equestriancollections.com. And The Barnworks for all of your equine marketing needs at thebarnworks.com. Welcome to the Stable Scoop, with weekly shows delivered right to you. With Helena and Glenn the Geek, live from the Stable, it's every week. To bring you the news through hell or hot water, while using their tails as their own fly swatters. Sit on down and laugh till your poop Cause it's time again for Stable Scoop Stable Scoop Stable Scoop Stable Scoop This is Glenn the Geek And I'm Samantha Clark for the Stable Scoop radio show On the Horse Radio Network at the Rolex 3-day event and we're here to talk about the fun stuff, not necessarily the competition, but the stuff around the competition here at Rolex. The important stuff. Yeah, because <laughs> it's like a huge festival here. And this year, especially with, with the test events that were going on for dressage and jumping, there was a, a lot more vendors. They set up some extra tents this year, a lot more security and a lot of things going on. So we're going to chat about that. And we have a couple of guests with us to talk about all the, all the cool things that have happened here at Rolex around the competitions. And our first guest here is a friend of the Horse Radio Network, has been on the Stable Scoop show before, right? And that's Courtney Young of the blog Three Days, Three Ways. Hey, guys. It's so great to be here. Thanks for having me. And it's fun to be recording with you in person and not over the phone. I know. It's great fun. It's, it's so much fun to, to be here with you and to, and to be at Rolex. Yes. And, and we've got to see you all weekend, which has been a joy. And it looks like you've been having a blast. So we can't wait to hear about that. Now, tell us a little bit. Uh, remind everybody about your blog, what you do on your blog. Well, um, my blog is called Three Days, Three Ways. The website is threedays3waysblog.com. And, you know, it's a blog for eventing fans like all of us here um, like all of us here at Rolex we want to know about the riders um, and that's what my blog is all about it's it's you know it's not just who's first and who's second it's really like who are the people what are they like it's a lot of interviews and I also um, do a lot of fashion reviews uh, we did a, a fashion review on all the rain boots here at Rolex uh, which we're was gonna great talk fun. about all the fashion stuff because so, there were some fashion yeah. trends being set here absolutely some that uh, I like and some not so much and also your blog's matured somewhat you've started adding videos which has been popular and I've been enjoying them that's right Sam thanks for bringing it up yeah I, I have actually just introduced the videos which has been fun I started at the fork CCI um, and have been doing a lot of videos here which is really fun just some quick snapshots um, talking with vets and grooms and riders just about how they're doing and um, trying to connect um, those riders with all of us their fans I think a lot more people are doing that now not the videos but a lot more people are doing what you're doing is getting behind the scenes and and people want to know that people who can't be at the events it's nice for us to know what exactly happens and and like you're doing who's wearing what and what we're what we get to be able to see yeah exactly it's fun you know i've gotten some comments on the blog just over the weekend and it was nice because i have been taking pictures back in stabling which which for most of us we don't get to see um and there was a comment from a rider who said that you know they have competed a lot at the kentucky horse park at some of the lower levels and it's neat for them to see their their kind of mentor riders and these amazing upper level horses in those very stalls where they have themselves stabled their horses so i think it really brings us together which is also something that's so special about our sport very good. Well, and I want to bring in our next guest who's going to join us for the show here, who's had a uh, absolutely, she hasn't stopped smiling the entire weekend, <laughs> that's for sure. Amy Wells actually won a contest with the Eventing Radio Show, and it was a trivia contest over many, many weeks. You worked hard for this one. And I want to say hi to Amy, and then we'll talk a little bit about your experience here. Hi, Amy. Hi, thanks for having me on the Stable Scoop Show. We appreciate you being here. Now, you had the experience of a lifetime, really, and you didn't even know you were going to have it. Tell us about, you, you, you entered, this was a many-week contest, right, on the Eventing Radio Show? Yeah, I think it was nine weeks. I had to just keep paying attention 
towards the end of each show to get the question. I would quick jot it down and then I would just go to work on Wikipedia and Google and trying to and the Rolex Kentucky website to just try to find out the answers. And Chris didn't make this easy. There were some tough questions. No, you had to do <laughs> your homework on a couple of them. <laughs> now, so you won, and one of the, the thing you won was you got to be on the eventing radio show recorded here during Rolex. What you didn't know is who was going to be the co-host that day. And I heard you met Chris earlier in the day, and you were talking about coming out, and you asked her who the co-host was going to be. Yes, and she said, oh, I'm not going to tell you. (laughs) (laughs) So when I came into the show, I rounded the corner in the room, and there sat Gina Miles, and I... My my cheeks really yeah. did hurt from yeah. smiling because I couldn't believe it. Here we were having a conversation, and she wished me luck in my endeavors, and it was it was awesome. It was so cute because your mouth did drop. I mean, it was it, was so it did it did. I kind of felt and what silly was interesting though was earlier in that day you had gone waited in line for a signature signing with Gina Miles, and if only you had known, you wouldn't have had to wait in line at all. No, no, because I was second in line, and we waited and waited, and there she was, and I had ten seconds to talk to her. She she quick signed my hat, and then we were off, and I said, well, in an hour we have to meet Chris, and then I, she was sitting there. It was, it was amazing. <laughs> it is cool. Now, you were a Western rider and converted after coming to Rolex. You have another interesting story. Yes. Um, I, don't, I didn't know a lot about horses. I was a Western rider doing trail rides and parades, and you know, I waited many, many years to get my horse um, after college, and I just hung out. My, my friends said, Amy, do you want to come to Rolex? And I had no idea what it was. I had never touched an English saddle before. And I saw the amazing horses and the riders, and I thought, I have got to do this. And ever since, I've been hooked on learning English, learning dressage, learning the bend, which is killing me right now. It's hard. <laughs> and I, this is my third year here, and I love it. And you got to meet an Olympian, which is pretty cool. That's yeah. pretty cool stuff. Yes. And we should mention Gina Miles is an Olympian. She's, if you're not an eventer, she is like an icon of American eventing. And she does join us on the Eventing Radio Show on a regular basis, and she's been so kind to us here at the Horse Radio Network. She's been on Stable Scoop. She was one of our first interviews on the Stable Scoop Radio Show a year and a half ago. And so she's been on a lot of the shows. Our show, a 2010 radio show, she's been, a, she's been our most prolific guest, I think. <laughs> I, she's been on a lot of the shows. Well, it's great to have you here. Feel free to chipe in. We, <laughs> so was that experience great for you, then, being on the show and yes. being with Gina? Yes. I, I can't wait to tell my friends and you know show them all my pictures i put it up on facebook but <laughs> unfortunately we had a little bit of a technical difficulty every single day this week on the eventing radio show we're, we're hoping we've nailed it now this is sort of our test event for the world equestrian games as well so um we're hoping that we have that figured out we apologize to everybody that's listened and and to the quality of those shows we're hoping today's will be a little bit better we're actually recording this on sunday morning so the final results are not in here at rolex yet william fox pitt is leading the way after cross country, go William. <laughs> and uh, Samantha's a big fan of William Fox, but and you had to, you got to talk to him a couple times this weekend. Yes, I did, and had some chats with him. We got to see one of the outriders bite the dust, unfortunately, on the way out to uh, to cross country yesterday. Her big horse, she was riding yeah. a big horse, uh, went out from under her, and she went down and looked to be okay. She got up, and I, I bet you she had a broken arm. It looked like, um, but uh, when you were talking to William at the time, actually, is what made me think of that. Uh, you, you were having a chat with him. He is very tall man. Yes, he is. Um, but he he, carry, he carries it well when he rides. Well, you know, when it was so funny at the jog, and I'm I'm sure that that well, I was sitting beside. Actually, I was sitting beside Courtney at the jog on the first day, and when he came out, did you hear the whole audience go? He's taller than his horse. There was this gasp, <laughs> and he is. He's taller than his horse. He is. He makes he makes his horse. Um, you know, he trotted up Cool Mountain this morning, and Cool Mountain looked a little bit like a, a pony next to him <laughs> and and it, you know it's not a pony he's got to be six six i'm six one so he has to be six six yeah. at least and then when he's riding in dressage and has his top hat on you know he looks like he's seven foot four <laughs> you know? which he might be with that top hat on but doesn't he look regal he looks he stately looks very, yeah. yeah he does mm-hmm. and one of the comments too we had a friend with us yesterday out in the cross country course oh darcy was with us who's co-hosted the uh the stable scoop radio show before 
one of the comments she made after seeing William ride is how graceful, how much more graceful he is. Through we watched him through uh, the head of the lake through the water jump, and we had watched we watched Buck go through the water jump, Buck Davison, and he is a, like a little bit of a cowboy, and it was not pretty when he went through the, that jump. And then you saw William go through it. It was just like it flowed, you know. He's just this flowing rider. It's very nice to watch. So there's a reason that I think he's leading the way here today. Now, we did have a report. Uh, Ollie Townen fell off and, you know, had an injury here yesterday at the sunk, at the, at the, uh, hollow. At the hollow. And we do have a report this morning on that his condition. He has cracked a collarbone and a couple of ribs, but he hopes to be released from the hospital this morning. Oh, good. So he's not going to be riding today, unfortunately. No. And Ollie was actually up for the $350,000, our version in eventing of the Triple Crown. It's only ever been won once before, and it's very difficult to win. And he, uh, he will not have the opportunity to do that, unfortunately. Not this time. Not this time, but maybe next, next time. time. Maybe he'll, he'll get another chance. He's young and hungry. Really. So it could be uh, it could be a exciting afternoon here at the it, Rolex. Yeah. But let's talk about biter. the other exciting stuff that happened. And I have to bring this up because I'm a guy, and I'm a horse husband. One of the things that caught a lot of attention yesterday and this whole time is what's called the what's it Range Range Rover or Land Rover experience down below the the new outdoor arena. They set up, they dig, dug up the dirt, and they made these big piles, and they made this track that had all of these different these bumps and hills and water and and you drove these land rovers across these hills and stuff and it was free you could go do it well we 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 have somebody here with us named elise cormier who has done who did that experience and it caused a lot of stir yesterday and a lot of attention by people out in the cross country course were taking pictures i guarantee you there were more pictures taken of that than some of the jumps here on the course yesterday so let's talk to elise and find out how cool that was so Elise is here. Tell us a little bit about how f- cool that was. It was so much fun. I um, The first time I rode in the back, and let me tell you, that's a ride. It, there are parts that all you see is sky, and the next thing you know, you can, <laughs> you're closing up to the ground, that you can just touch the dirt, and oh, the water, you thought you were going to go swimming, but those cars trooped right through it, and it was a really good time. Now, we should say you're not doing 50 miles an hour while you're doing this. No, unfortunately, they keep you kind of slow. But <laughs> honestly, even if you could, like, if they let you go fast, it's that, that track is no joke. No, those are big bumps. Mm-hmm. And Very steep big bumps. angles, or mm-hmm. obtuse angles, whatever they are. They were big angles. Now, you drove then the second time, right? I did. The second time I drove, and it was the day after we got all the rain. So that was a bit precarious, Mm. but um, those cars trooped right through it. What was the teeter-totter? Teeter-totter was cool. It was like a, like a seesaw. It was. It was. You drove up on it, and then all of a sudden it went bam, and the car like... <laughs> what did they tell you to do coming into the teeter-totter? Um, well, when you drove up, you had to stop on the very top. They would tell you when to stop, and then it would just, boom, drop you down. And then you had to keep scooting out, or else it hit you in the butt. But um, <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Which well, was more scary, driving or being a passenger? Pro- probably being a passenger, because you're not you're in the back seat so it's like being in the back of a bus um and there were parts when you went up on those hills all you saw was sky and then (laughs) all you saw was dirt Mm, at least in the front seat you could kind of see what was coming but in the back uh uh-uh it was just (laughs) now you had land rover people with you there was an instructor like each one telling you what to do right Mm -hmm, they sit in the passenger seat and do you have to show your driver's license do you have any insurance no, well, you no. sign a waiver before oh, you go. Okay. So sign your life away. So if you die, you they're not responsible. Is that <laughs> yeah, <what? laughs> or flip the car. <laughs> and the angles, some of the side angles were pretty steep too. Yeah, but they those cars held on. You didn't. I mean, you slid around a little bit, but then there there's new technology that you know grips the tires that you can't slide down the hills. And Did you know about that before you drove them, or is this all you all the stuff you've learned? It's all the stuff you learn when you're sitting, when you're driving, the instructor actually like walks you through and tells you different details about the cars. And I want the sport. I'm hoping it's under my Christmas tree. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you vouch for Land Rover now if you're going four wheeling? I 100% vouch for Range Rover. So it's definitely worth them bringing them here and doing that. Oh, it was a lot of fun. If I could do it a third time, I definitely would make time. <laughs> <laughs> Did they give you a free cap? 
Mm-hmm. Yep. That's what I had. <laughs> so you got a Land Rover cap now, or Range Rover cap. I do, I do, and I rocked it during the cross-country course. Kept my head uh, <laughs> nice and cool. <laughs> well, thank you very much, Elise. That's, it looked like a lot of fun. It was getting a lot of attention. People were taking pictures and standing around. It was almost getting as much attention as some of the jumps. I mean, It did. Because it was really cool looking. And it got better, I think, as you're right. As the weather conditions deteriorated, it made the course more exciting. <laughs> yeah, it definitely showed what those cars were made of. <laughs> now, you, this is your first time at Rolex? This is my second time at Rolex. I was here about 10 years ago, so I don't remember much. But, um, yep, this is my my second tour with Outback. Um, we're at the Schneider stand and Little Fox inside the arena, or in the um, the covered arena. And then we're also with Ron Hershey on top of the hill. And uh, what did you think of Rolex this year? I, I'm amazed. I love it. Um, I've been lucky enough to catch some of the dressage. Been lucky enough to walk the course yesterday while they were doing some of the cross country, and it is, it's gorgeous, just beautiful. Great. Well, we're glad that you stopped by to tell us about your experience driving wildly on, on the dirt and through the mud. <laughs> we appreciate that. Well, thank you for having me. Thanks, Elise. Well, I'm going to try and get to do that today. It just looks like so much. Did you get to do it, either of you? I haven't done it. I've, I've watched a lot of people do it, and, and they seem pretty tickled by it. It looks fun. There's just, you know what five or six land rovers out there on that little course at a time and um practically on their sides going around some of those turns on those banks and looks fun and like elise says though you get a free hat but otherwise you come away you want a land rover (laughs) 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 you're spoiled for life after that that little trip cost you fifty thousand dollars you think it's great i'd I'd turn it over i think (laughs) and sometimes it looks like they're going to it's she said yeah she said they just hug the it just sticks they're very sticky vehicles Hmm. And I guess that's why they use them in Africa and everywhere, because they are good at what they do. Uh, but it, I'm definitely going to try and get in there today and try that. It just looks like a true adventure. Well, let's talk a little bit about what you're so good at talking about in your blog, Courtney, <laughs> and that's the fashion. Let's start first with the riders. Who, who wins the fashion award here between the two jogs? You've seen them both now. And what, for people who don't understand what that is, explain the jog to everybody. Well, there are two jogs um, at any three-day competition, and it's to make sure that our horses are sound and well. We, you know, our horses are the top priority, and so there's a jog on Wednesday. It's like a fancy vet check. It is like yeah. a fancy vet check. You know, you get dressed up. You want to be best turned out. There's, a, there's always an award for best turned out at each jog. And there's, there's an award at the end of Rolex for best turned out throughout the entire weekend. Um, so you jog on Wednesday before the competition. And then you jog on Sunday morning after cross country and before show jumping. And um, it's very exciting because you get to see um, not only the horses at their best they're fit and they're shining and they're beautiful but the riders as well and of course they're not wearing helmets so you can actually see them and they get all dressed up all fancy like they sure do yeah. they sure do and there there are suits and high heels and which high always heels blows me away seeing them run their boots. horses in high heels <laughs> some people can do it they can they can run in heels i commend them so what do you think? What, do, you, do you have some favorites? I had oh, I have so many favorites. You know, there were so many well dressed. Um, I my personal favorites on Wednesday. I just Lainey Ashker looked lovely, um, and 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 Lauren Kiefer actually won the best turnout. And what out. was she wearing? She was wearing kind of a cream suit, and you know. A lot of people probably didn't see this picture of her. If they were there, they saw her. But she was wearing a matching cream bow in her hair. Um, and it was just, it, it really tied the whole thing together. She looked so pretty. Um, so what was there a trend this year with the women and the guys? You know, I didn't really, the only trend that I saw, um, there were a lot of white pants on the women. Um, Sometimes that works, sometimes it didn't. I was going to say, which makes no sense when you're around horses, wearing white of any kind. <laughs> Luckily, after the jog, you can, you can take those clothes and get back in your, your jeans or your britches so, so it can work. Um, but, but, you know, I think people really did a great job expressing their own individuality, but also remaining correct for the jogs. I mean, you don't want to be outlandish. This is Rolex. Um, you want to be proper. Um, and you also want to compliment your horse. You want to be able to set your horse off. You don't want to outshine them. Uh, you certainly don't want to outshine them. After all, like I said at the beginning, this is, this is all about our horses. And what do you think? You were at both jogs? I was not. I was, we came in late on Wednesday. Oh, I was at the jog for the first time ever um, today, and I thought it was very interesting. There were some that might have, could have made a better decision, <laughs> 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 um, but uh, some riders that just look stunning. 
I, the high-heeled tall boots were, were what threw me on Wednesday. I forget which rider. Do you remember which rider that was? I can't she remember. was in high, tall boots, and then I looked again and was like, those are high-heeled tall boots. <laughs> and I thought, that, well, that, that's a combination I hadn't seen that before. Was, that was one thing that amazed me were the, the couple women that jogged in their high heels. I thought, oh, my gosh, I couldn't even do that There's if a I true was athlete. walking. <laughs> and, you know, one person that can run in high heels is Allison Springer, and she did it today, and she, she looked great. Well, now it looks good anyway. She you looks know? good <laughs> anyway. I mean, she, was, um, she just looked fabulous on Wednesday and today. And, and you know, I loved Holly Bennett's um, outfit today. She had on a, this fabulous red jacket with white pants and you know that could be a hard look to pull off but i love that it related to canada the red and the white and she just she looked really stunning well, without we should say that holly is absolutely gorgeous to begin with i mean she she's could so, be wearing a burlap so bag and that, she'd look cute with that long blonde ponytail <laughs> yeah. and um you know i had a couple of favorites for the guys today as well will faudry looked fabulous did he step out of gq i mean he looked amazing. <laughs> I'll he tell did. you what, though. When we were together on Wednesday, who got the most oohs and ahs were the two in uniform. Well, you know, the, it's, it's the, hard to beat a uniform. A, it's the French rider wearing mm-hmm. his French uh, uh, right. military uh, uniform, which has a name, and I just don't remember what it is. But he got a lot of oohs and ahs. And then the Irish rider, Captain... Jeff. Jeff. Jeff Curran. Jeff Curran mm-hmm. was in his captain's outfit, and he then the fabulous. crowd went... Oh, you heard all the women go, oh, you know, he, so... He was one of our picks on Wednesday, <laughs> and he'll be one of our picks again today. today? <laughs> and, you know, a lot of... Some of our riders have repeated, but we have a lot of new, um, you know, best fashion picks for today, and... But we had to we had to repeat it. It was the same outfit, even of course it was a uniform, but but we had to go for it again because he looks he looks so great. And and I know I know that some may disagree with me, but but we stand behind Buck with his outfit today. We thought that right, he yeah, looked I'll disagree top with you, <laughs> Buck. I'm going to call you out on this one. <laughs> you can you can try, You're but setting I, a fashion trend we don't want any part of. <laughs> I will defend him to the death on that outfit. I think he and Will are. Amy's are, with me on this one. I think. Yeah. Tell him about what the outfit was first. We're we are on radio here. Well, he looked fabulous. He had a suit. <laughs> On. It was it was um, kind of a, a tan beige suit with a, a fabulous tie, and then the the pants were a little bit short, which is a trend for men. You'll see it in all the uh, top he was magazines. Wearing floods. They were like three waiters are short a trend. Socks sticking I will pull out. out Vogue all right, and so we have to break the, the tie end. here. I and like the suit, but I just don't think Buck quite pulled it off. Oh, I just I just thought it was so great. And the thing, but we, we We're going to make add, comments on your blog. We you watch. do. We must add that, of course, he was wearing red socks with yellow polka dots, which are the legendary Davidson colors. And I thought that it was... But he could have done that with a tie instead of socks and high you pants. Go, Amy. You know, he <laughs> I knew I invited her for a reason. He could have done it with a tie. It's true. But the socks were so clever and cute. Um, and I, I think that that really, you know, it was and we really subtle. I've seen them when he was running. I just, he, you know, maybe on a taller man, but he just didn't quite pull it Buck's off. not the tallest guy. He's the exact opposite, actually, of William Fox Pitt and when I it comes to height. I like the suit much better than the banker look on Wednesday that he was not. Yeah, quite. we we liked his we liked his banker look on Wednesday as well, and you know I, I'm okay Is he to be the only you one off in the room. here. I'm a, I, my entire we were in a, an entire fashion community there at the jogs today, and and we were all behind I want, him. I so want to sit with you then. <laughs> You'll sit with us next time. It was okay. it was really great fun. We had all of the fans in on the conversation. So it's okay. I'll, I'll be the only one. I, all I'm, right, you're outvoted on this one. Here in the Stable Scoop Radio Show, we say get your pants longer next time. But you're on your own with that one. <laughs> <laughs> what are the women's pants that are like halfway down the cap? What are they called? Capris. Yeah, pretty soon there's going to be men's version of that. And I'm sorry, I just can't go there. I just can't go there. So let's talk we don't about. Want to see you in Capri's. No, yeah, I don't either. <laughs> I am uh, totally in agreement there. So what about the. I, what about the fashion in general for the spectators? Because people do sue sometimes dress up. But, but the one thing, obviously, it was a little wet here the last couple of days. Dewberry Boots. Oh. oh, my God. He has made a fortune selling 400 dollar boots and anybody just look it up if you don't know what a dewberry boot is you're not an inventor if you don't know but just go look them up on on google and and you'll find them and they're four hundred dollars they're not cheap boots they're 479 dollars okay. oh my god <laughs> the I price know. go up i tried them on every oh. time i walk past you chat at me do you are you ready for an upgrade <laughs> <laughs> and there are a lot of knockoffs of dewberries uh you know i think that uh, weatherbeater has a knockoff and there's a couple other knockoffs but there must half the uh, audience was wearing dewberries yesterday at, at least i mean it, it seemed like at least three or five to one i mean it was just a sea of dewberries and yesterday in the rain i mean dewberry was just completely overrun with people trying to get their hands on them 
Um, well, it doesn't so, help that they have cute Irish guys standing there in the dewberries <laughs> in a bucket of water. And there were lots of comments about that on the blog as well. <laughs> when I brought up the dewberries, I did a post about the dewberries naturally since it was such a big trend. They have these um, guys standing in suits, in proper Irish suits and tweed suits. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they look great. Oh, they did. And my <laughs> wife was over chatting one up yesterday. <laughs> and I got pictures of her and, and Darcy right beside. They were all over chatting, uh, chatting him up. And they, what they do is they prove the waterproofness by having these handsome guys stand in buckets of water, and they just stand there all day looking like uh, statues. Does your wife now own a pair of dewberries? No, she does not. <laughs> uh, she would like to. She would like to. Just uh, almost $500 for a pair of boots. Do you own a pair, Courtney? I do not. I am right now wearing boots that actually say Miller's across the front, and if you know Miller's, then you know that they date me. They are oh from when God, I was... that's like 15 years ago. Yes, I was going to say, I think I had these when I was 14 or 15, <laughs> and they are falling Retro. apart on my feet. <laughs> um, I, they are not waterproof anymore. They are not waterproof. <laughs> no, they are definitely not waterproof, but, but they help. It's better than wearing, say, sandals or sneakers, and dewberries are, are definitely on my, my birthday wish list. So, Amy, was there anything here that you saw that you went, I have to buy that when I can afford it? <laughs> well, I bought a Charles Owen helmet. Oh, did um, Yay did, for right? you! I did. I did. Because I'm a mom. I have a two and a half year old and safety first. My husband, when I got into eventing, he's like, are you kidding me? You're really going to jump <laughs> over that? <laughs> so I, I invested in a good helmet. All of us horse husbands say that, by the yeah. way. That's not My mom and unique. dad say the same thing. And they roll their eyes and... Um, and I bought some breeches, and yeah, I, I shopped a little bit. <laughs> and this is great shopping. There must be, what do they say, over 200 stands here. Uh, it's amazing, yeah. 200 booths. And Bit of Britain, as always, was mobbed. You saw a lot of the red bag, Bit oh, of Britain yes. bags walking around. They were mobbed, as always, but I'm glad. Helmets seem to be a thing that uh, I, I know the Charles Owens rep, and of course they're a sponsor of the Jumping Radio Show, and I was speaking to her last night, and she said this has been their best year ever. Mm. Helmet safety has become pronounced, I think, since, the, uh, since many of the accidents that have mm. happened here recently. What do you think, Sam? I think it's yeah. becoming more popular. I saw popular. a lot of people actually just wearing those around Rolex. The day that it was raining, they were buying them and just wearing them. <laughs> I think rather than carrying them, they just figured, why not? Yeah. And I think Alison Springer was fantastic. Fantastic for wearing hers instead of her top hat for dress up. I love I that. What a so great statement! And she didn't get penalized. She was she, in second after that. No, so yeah, you can't, you can't penalize someone for wearing one. And I think she proved that. And lots of people look up to her and think she's a. You I know, thought something that was very heartening. I don't know if you were here for the dressage freestyle test event uh, the other night, but when there was one rider there mm-hmm. too, and I, his name Two escapes Canadians. me. It's Jacqueline. Um, Jacqueline Baker, I think, and Ashley Holzer are starting a campaign for dressage. And she actually, and in dressage, that's, that's unheard of. In the Grand Prix freestyle. Mm-hmm. And yes. she, she wore a helmet, and when she was leaving, um, Nigel, the announcer, mentioned that she was starting this campaign, and the whole audience erupted. It was the biggest cheer of the night mm-hmm. was for her and that helmet. And mm-hmm. I, that mm-hmm. made me feel so good. That was awesome. It's wonderful. And, you know, I think Allison got this, the same um, reception for wearing her helmet. There's been such a buzz on the social media and on my blog in response to that. Um, and Succeed are doing their campaign, mm-hmm. strap one on. Mm-hmm. And Courtney King die, of course, her accident uh, really caused this to start, uh, uh, you know, her head injury. And she's doing better now. I just read yesterday that she's, she's in a wheelchair now and actually takes little field trips out, out of the facility that That's she's right. in. Yeah, and so. she's hanging out with her dogs and seeing them and... But she's got a long road to hoe, and, and that's yeah. why you know we're all for helmet safety, no matter what you're doing with your horse, even lunging. I mean, that's a pony club rule right there. It is. Yeah, so mm-hmm. so uh, now, other things that happen at Rolex, other than the, um, the what everybody wears, the fashion is the vendors. There are a ton of vendors, and I just noticed one that was getting a lot of attention, so I picked them as my vendor of the show, and that's Hay Gain. They actually have a hay steamer thing, a little bo- a big box that steams your hay and gets all the bad guys out. Mm-hmm. And they, I just spoke to him last night again because their booth was getting a lot of attention and a lot of attention from the professional eventers, mm-hmm. from the riders. And he said they have sold out of everything they have in the warehouse this show. Wow. Wow. Um, and so if you want to check that out, it's at Hay Gain. I think it's HayGain.com, and it's H-A-Y-G-A-I-N. You can Google that. Yeah, 
but it's a it's a hay steamer, and actually they're the Stanley Steamer people. Mm-hmm. If you remember all the commercials, uh, the carpet cleaners, the carpet cleaners, and also they did the steamers for clothing mm-hmm. that you run it over your They've clothing. They've been around, I think, since the forties. It's yeah. a family owned company, um, and they're they're neat, neat people. They're they're wonderful to deal with, and of course, there's the added bonus that when you open the hay gain. It, the smell oh, is yeah. unbelievable. It smells like you're in your barn on fresh it's just, cut hay. It's, ab- it's absolute heaven, and I swear I want to buy one just just for that. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get them on the show. I really want them to talk about it because I really do think it was a neat neat contraption that they put together, and obviously very popular. Uh, most of the professional riders are buying them now. Mm-hmm. I didn't get that idea on the price. Did you see the price of them? You know, I didn't. I didn't either. So we'll have to we'll have to check that. But uh, was there any other booths that you went? Oh, this is really cool. Oh, gosh. Um, we spent some time in the Bit of Britain booth. Um, we spent some time in Charles' own, of course, and they fit me for a helmet. So great. It was awesome. Um, gosh, the Carrots booth. I don't know if it was Carrots um, yes. in the, in the have, covered arena. Do you, have, um, do you have polka dotted pants now? I don't have. No? They're not polka dot and they're not plaid. They're just plain. <laughs> they're plain black. But I, I'm going to look really cute on my horse. <laughs> You'll look great. You know, I also loved. I went to the Devaku booth and it was just beautiful. They, you know, I feel like they really made an effort. They they set up this booth. It was all wood paneling, and I just felt like I was walking into an entire different world. Of course, they make they make saddles and, and tack and. Um, oh, I missed that one. I love. I I love their saddles. I mean, they're. All of their equipment is beautiful, and right now I'm I'm, I'm currently coveting the the galloping boots that that Devaku makes, and they also have new girths out that I that I that I would love to have. So I I, I love their tack, but their booth was really definitely something to note. It was really well done. Samantha? We went and talked to um, Ronald Zavala Gochel briefly in the Wise Equestrian booth, and he rides Che, Mr. Wise Guy, and was hoping to have been riding here, but had broken his collarbone at the fork. I think. Mm-hmm. And um, then the next day had broken his other finger leading a horse out. So he was feeling a bit sorry for himself, but was in his stall. He's right. He's in the process of writing a kid's book all about his Che horses. And he is selling boots and he was going to present a diamond to the winner today. He makes the diamonds out of horse hair. So oh. he's going to present a diamond to the winner of Rolex. And he's also got all sorts, I mean, he's very um, sort of, he's got all sorts of ideas going very on. Entrepreneurial, very entrepreneurial, it sounds like. Very entrepreneurial, and um, we had a fun time talking to him briefly. That's great. I love that you bring that up, too, actually, because that was one of the booths that I, that I stopped by myself, and I didn't know about those booths, um, and I just stopped because they caught my eye, and um, they are beautiful. The His quality of the leather, boots. they are yep. stunning, um, and he, just classic and lovely and so it's interesting you bring that up because because they also caught my eye he told i didn't know the whole story, story he though he said he wears those boots and that um i think it was karen o'connor was teasing him in ocala because he says he, oh the boots are so comfortable i forget to take them off when i finish riding and i go shopping and then i go to the supermarket and karen says oh you're such a show off ronald because you still have your boots on do you want everyone to know that you're a rider and he said Oh, I just forgot I have them on. They're so comfortable. That's great. All right. Speaking of sponsors, we need to take a short break for our sponsor here on the Stable Scoop Radio Show. It is all about color this spring at Equestrian Collections. That's right. Fun colors are all the trend in the spring equestrian apparel lines with pinks, blues, and teals leading the way. Lots of colors and coordinates with leading manufacturers like Iridian, Carrots, Ariat, and Equine Couture, to just name a few. You can find thousands of options for your spring riding wardrobe or casual wardrobe at equestriancollections.com. And don't forget to use the coupon code HORSERADIO. That's HORSERADIO, all one word, in the coupon code section when you check out, and you'll get $10 off your next order of $120 or more at equestriancollections.com. Well, we're back, and I, I want to talk a little bit about who the what the high. And I have one. I got to talk about this because it was the highlight of my weekend. Here is the star you met that you were most in, you know enthralled by that you you got to meet and spend a little bit of time with, and I got to meet a TV star this weekend, and that's Darlie Newman was here from Equitrekking. 
And she's been on the show numerous times before, and we've become good friends over email and, and phone, but we've never met. So I got to spend about 10 minutes with her yesterday, and we were just chatting away. I got to meet her husband. She got to meet my wife. And we actually did a little video and put it on Twitter, and I'm going to put it on the show notes here. We did a little video together. So, so Darlie, uh, the shout-out to you and Equitrekking. She's actually went going home today and leaving for for Ireland for her third trip to ride in Ireland and she's filming over there. She has the best job in the world, doesn't she? I mean, she did, and it's on it's on uh, public uh, TV and she said now they're being the Equitrekking show is being carried in 37 countries. So she said it's very funny to see her speaking Chinese and Japanese, and <laughs> Norwegian, and she said the mouth doesn't match the words at all, and, but she said it's really cool to see yourself in foreign languages. She said she looks really good in French. Uh, <laughs> Everyone so. looks good in French, that's for sure. <laughs> so it was, that was my thrill, was to meet Darley, and we've been wanting to meet for so long. So Samantha, you, William? Is Lucinda. it William Fox? Lucinda, Lucinda Green. Lucinda Green. I was very lucky to walk some of the course with Lucinda, and um, she shared some of her insights about the course. And then we actually ended up having quite a in-depth conversation all about personal lives and the meaning of life. And she was so sweet and lovely, and um, that was a big moment. We should say Linda or Lucinda is a legend eventer from England Lucinda Pryor Palmer and then Lucinda Green and yes she's a legend she has been she was everybody's hero in in if you're 30 to 50 years old you knew who Lucinda Green was because you looked up to her yeah Mm. those famous yellow colors flying around and, and she, she's still riding. And she is. And she was here last night uh, as the co-host for the Eventing Radio show. So you can see that at eventingradio.com. She co-hosted. And Lucinda is not afraid to say what she thinks. No. At all. No. <laughs> it makes her a fun interview. <laughs> yes, it does. You get the truth out of Lucinda, that's for sure. That's right. So you're never going to get a story. So Amy, was now you got to meet Gina, of course, and sit here I with did. her and chat with her. Was there anybody else that went popped out? Well, I was kind of on a quest to get as many autographs. As I as I could get, and I started having a couple riders. And you know, you have to wait quite a while to get autographs sometimes. And I saw Boyd Martin walking towards the trade fair just on the sidewalk, and I stopped him. And I'm like, "Excuse me, can you please give me your autograph?" And he was very gracious, and he did. But I couldn't believe how tall he was because I'm less than five feet tall. And then I'm standing next to Boyd, and he's very tall, like William Fox Pitt. And he, but he was very nice. Um, he gave me his autograph, and then I got Silva's autograph. You just like that and, Australian accent. Oh, who doesn't yeah, though? You melting in your <laughs> who boots. Who doesn't? <laughs> yeah, he was very, very nice. Um, but I didn't want to keep him. I felt bad to. No, you, you wanted know. to keep him. Yeah. To be honest. <laughs> I did. I, Dave, I hope you're not listening. Yes. Yeah. Um, but I, I. The best place to get autographs um, was over by the warm-up ring. And I, I would never, you know, interrupt riders in their business. But there was a couple of them just standing around talking. And I walked over and I got Bucks and Holly Bennett, Lane Ashker. And so I, I kind of scored over by, the, <laughs> over by the warm-up ring. And would you say that eventers are, they're very kind? Very, yeah. very. Uh, I, I was amazed at how friendly they were. And they Lane Ashker talked to me for a while. And... It was pretty neat. And, uh, Courtney, you've met a lot of these people That's or interviewed right. them. Was there somebody, though, that really popped out at you, you this know, time? No, it's, it's true. I, I, I kind of have the best blog job in the world. Like, you guys, I get to talk to all of these amazing people. Um, and, and the great thing about Rolex is that, that I've had the opportunity to talk some, to with, I've had the opportunity to talk with some people that I hadn't spoken with yet. And, you know, one of them he just stood out to me because he was so sweet um, was Jose Ortelli, who's an Argentinian rider actually. And um, he was just, and I'd heard this about him, but he was just infinitely approachable. He's Latin. Um, he, of course he's going to be sweet. You're a pretty girl. He's Latin. That's that. He's charming and friendly and, and Latin. And, you know, it was interesting actually, because I, I walked up, um, he wasn't actually at, at, the stabling area but I walked up and I spoke with his father who was here and they said oh we'll come back at this time he'll be here and and when I came back he was actually just about to head out on a ride 
Um, but he was so so sweet, and we arranged another time, and we we kind of rendezvoused at the at the Bruce Davidson statue right by the the big stadium there. And um, he just took tons of time, and you know we passed each other later, and he waved. And so, like most eventer, he's he's he is he's so approachable. But I just thought that he was he really took a lot of time and made himself available for the interview, and, and that was really he sweet. He wouldn't I have thought. taken that much time with me, Samantha. I guarantee you. <laughs> <laughs> Now, Samantha, you have a guest coming up, too, that's uh, pretty cool. Yep. A friend of mine, uh, Catherine Dunworth, who lives in town, and she's Irish, and she's a small animal vet, and she was an outrider yesterday on her horse, Skippy, and she's going to tell us all about it. Catherine, welcome to the show. Oh, thanks, Samantha. Pleasure to be on. Now, you had a very busy day yesterday. What time did you start? Um, I got up, oh, I got up around 6, so it wasn't, wasn't too bad. A lot of people... Um, uh, brought their horses in the night before, but my horses, I keep them fairly close to the horse park, so I brought them in uh, to the horse park yesterday morning early. And what time do you actually officially start on duty? Well, that, here's the thing, because I was supposed to be doing the afternoon uh, session, but uh, there was a bit of a last-minute panic when we all discovered that there was not going to be a lunch break, and we had to be on the course at 11.30 instead of one thirty. Right. Uh, so, so, uh, but we managed to do it. It was a bit of a last-minute flurry, but we got out there. Well done. Tell us a little bit about your horse. Oh, uh, he's affectionately known in the barn as Skippy the Wonder Pony. Uh, he's uh, he's a mix between, we think, um, a Morgan and a quarter horse. Although we're not quite sure what his uh, lineage is. Um, he's about twelve, and he's um, he's just wonderful. He does. I've had him about six years now, and he's. He's done everything from fox hunting to trail riding to lead line classes to, you know, everything. He's just he just does it all, you know. Yeah, and and he's obviously he's well behaved. All the outriders' horses are well behaved. What is the actual job of an outrider? There's two two main functions. Uh, the first is uh, because we're on our horses, we're a little bit higher, so we can see, and we have whistles, so we're all um, assigned a certain jump, and our job is to uh, blow the whistle when a horse is approaching the fence to, uh, number one, warn the crowd to get out of the way and uh, get off the galloping lanes if they are there, um, and also then to warn the, either the crossing guards or the fence stewards that, that a horse is on the way. Oh, I see. Which jump did you have yesterday? I had, officially I was on jump 23, but there was right there was a galloping lane on either side of me, so then I also watched the other side just to let them know when the horse was coming up, up that way. It wasn't an actual fence, but just to make sure the crossing guards knew when the, when the horse was coming. It was right after the squirrels. Oh, yeah. And then yeah. I had the, the big brush fence with the ditch. Yeah. Did you, have so any right trouble, did you have any trouble at all, or are people mostly pretty good about doing what you tell them? No, and I, the people were great, and I think the crowd was slightly less than it had been in previous years. It did seem a little but thin to me. It was a little thin, and also we were kind of at the far end of the course, so only the real dedicated people walk out that far to, to watch. You know, it's not near, like, where the water jump is, where everyone clusters. You know, I think the Outriders are a terrific idea, and partly because it provides atmosphere. They're actually horses on the yeah. course that people can see. And it looked like the Outriders' horses were as popular as anything, people and kids coming up and petting the horses and things. Oh, yeah, that's another major function that, that they tell us, you know, when, when we're told what we're doing, that we were to be ambassadors for the sport. And, uh, you, I mean, that's a huge function because a lot of the people watching might not necessarily be directly involved with horses, so they like to be able to... Some of the kids that were petting my pony, they'd never, they'd never touched a horse before, you know? Oh. And, um, I think, and they ask all sorts of questions. Yeah. It probably is one of the most sought-after jobs for the volunteers and relics. How do you get picked? Well, here's the thing. It's, it's, um, it's my first year doing it, I have to say, and a lot of the other people doing it have obviously been doing it for for a lot of for years and years yeah. and years and they, they do it every year but it was, it was one of those things where it was the last minute um a few weeks ago a friend of a friend uh, said they needed some more outriders and and she knew mm. skippy she knew my horse and she knew he was a good temperament and so uh, uh myself and a friend of mine uh we said yeah sure we'd love to great so do you think now that you have that spot you'll be able to hold on to it for many years to come I, I'm going to fight for it, for sure. <laughs> Did you volunteer to be it a WAG outrider for the World Equestrian I, Games? 
You know, I hadn't even thought of it until I heard about, you know, doing it for the, for the Rolex. And I asked uh, the organizers um, about it. Unfortunately, I can't because there's a really strict um, vaccine schedule. They need all the horses that are coming into the horse park to be on. And that had to be completed or a certain number of, of uh, vaccines had to be completed by February. Uh, so unfortunately, I missed I missed the boat on that one. But I would have loved to do it, but not to worry. Who did you get to see much of the actual cross country and the riders at all, or are you mostly concentrating and talking to all Skippy's fans? Yes, um, uh, a bit of both. You know, there's enough of a gap between each horse um, that that uh, you can you can watch, but you can't really wander very far from your from your spot. So I got to see all the riders do the jumps that I could see, but beyond that, no, not a whole lot. Um, but yeah, Skippy thought the, it was a lot of fuss for him. He was thrilled that so many people came out to see him. And who did you like best that you saw on course? Oh God, I, um, you know, I was very impressed with, and this is terrible. I've forgotten his name. He was he was second to last to go, and he was held for quite a while for that um, from the the fall, the bad fall that Oliver Townsend had. Boyd Martin in um, red and yellow. Yes, 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 yeah. yes, yes. And he he was he was stopped right where I was standing, and you could see him when he was stopped. He concentrating like he was walking up and down with the horse and he's concentrating and he was talking to himself and he was still trying to you know stay in the zone well yeah. once but, again uh, samantha was, boyd is a hit the uh the, our, our 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 co-host sitting here also enjoyed oh, really? boyd a lot yes he's yeah. impressing lots of the ladies of course i of course i have to say my my favorite was uh, captain jeff kern of course he was being irish, irish and everything guy. <laughs> yes yes i couldn't tell by your accent yeah, I know. It did, only gives it away a little bit. But yes, he looks very good in his army uniform, I have to say. And, you, and your accent comes out a little bit more uh, the more excited you get. So it, uh, <laughs> oh, it does? <laughs> yes, it does. But it's cute. I love it. Well, thank you very much for joining us. We really appreciate it. And it's nice to oh, you know, hear pleasure. a lot of people don't understand what the Outriders do. So, so now maybe everybody has a little better impression. They truly are ambassadors, and they do have a function. So... Um, and everyone will go up and pat Skippy next year, I hope. I hope so. I hope so. Now he's a celebrity. Yes. Thank you very much, Thanks, Catherine. Catherine. All right. Bye. Well, that sounds like a lot of fun. Have you, has anybody ever done out riding at all? Have you, Samantha? I've never had a well-behaved enough horse. <laughs> no, I haven't, to be honest. There were a lot of draft horses out there. There were some Percherons. Go Percherons. I feel like I see a lot of draft horses out there on the Rolex course, you know, yeah. for the for the Outriders. Yeah, there was a gorgeous, gorgeous gray Percheron that was just stunning. And even if you're not a draft horse lover, I know, Samantha, we, we came over the hill and saw that horse. And it was, of course, they're huge, but it was just stunning horse. I thought it was Tipperary. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so the other thing that was so cute is they have demonstrations going on the entire time. That If you're not over by the stadiums watching the competition, you can watch these demonstrations. Like they had the mounted police here, and they were doing their demonstrations. And I, I did see you guys talk about guys. I saw a very attractive female policeman that we actually chatted with, mm-hmm. Courtney and I chatted with. Um, and she was quite nice, too. She came over and chatted with us, part of the Lexington Mount police department and she looks quite quite good in her big tall boots and her uniform yeah see it goes both ways with the uniform thing (laughs) i I hope my wife isn't listening so (laughs) (laughs) but the pony clubbers were cute they were doing games oh they were so cute and they were doing games on and off their horses and running back and forth and one of the things that i thought was interesting is there were about four or five amish families standing there watching when i was standing right beside them and i heard one of the little amish girls must have been six or seven years old going i want to do that with my pony so i guarantee you she was at home (laughs) ripping around hopping on and off um and 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 asking mom and dad for an egg and a spoon um (laughs) (laughs) but it was very cute i don't know if you you got to watch any of that but it was cute yeah they were cute and you know i just i was a pony clubber myself in Virginia growing up and and I I loved Pony Club and one of the my favorite parts of the interview I did with Gina Miles actually was that she talks about how important Pony Club was to her and you know I've seen a lot of the pictures from the the Pony Club thing here at Rolex and um, one of my favorite things is that the kids are just crawling on top of these ponies when they're yes. getting on and off and the ponies are just standing there like it's, you know, Some they're having a cup of tea. <laughs> they're so good. They're so sweet. We saw and one that wasn't standing so well yesterday. <laughs> yeah, all of them. Yeah, left the kid in the, in the dust and was <laughs> heading out. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> if there was not a fence, that pony would have been in Florida by now. <laughs> it was a dead run. And then Molly the Pony, who was on our show last week, was here. And that booth, had I got to talk to uh, her Kay. again. <laughs> and she said that her booth on Saturday was the most popular booth. There were people waiting in line to see Molly the Pony. Wow. So Molly was a big hit again. And they were heading out today. I wanted to say that Molly got to visit the Chiners Children's Hospital here in, two, I think, two days, she said, here in Lexington. And she said that was a true experience. She said the kids just loved Molly the Pony. And if you don't know who Molly is, listen to our last episode here on Stable Scoop that Sam and I did. We had uh, Molly's owner on, and Molly was the pony that was injured in Hurricane Katrina mm-hmm. and has the, has the prosthetic leg. So she was cute and a, and a big hit here. Well, was there anything else we wanted to go over before we head out uh, we and we head call out it a day? Yeah, we got to head out to watch the show jumping today. And uh, Amy has to get in a little more shopping, so she gets divorced when she gets home. <laughs> <Yeah>. More autographs. <laughs> more autographs to get. Courtney has more pictures to take, take. for her wonderful blog. That's and right. Give a shout out to your blog again. That's right. It's Three Days, Three Ways, and the website is Three Days, Three Ways com. And, you know, it's such a fun community, and I invite everyone to be a part of it. And you, now, I'm confused. Because I had it bookmarked, and then it recently changed. What's that all about? That's right. Well, I, I moved it over onto a .com site, um, okay. really so that it's easier to find. Um, you know, I, I really want the blog to be something that, that serves the eventing community and that it's, that it's a place for riders and fans. Um, so that's why we made that move. So it's a website. That's right. Okay. And I want to give a shout-out also to the Chronicle of the Horse for their coverage, and they worked with John, Eventing John, I call him, who does the Eventing Nation blog, eventingnation.com. That's right. That's right. And he did a great job. They, they, did, some, they did some live blogging here from yeah. the show, and Chronicle did a terrific job. John was chipping in there, so... Uh, John, we, we appreciate everything that you did, and, and everybody from the Chronicle who did such a great job here, they're friends of ours as well. Uh, they all did, I, the coverage was great this mm-hmm. year. And we have the final event today. We also have the test events tonight we for have jumping. We show jumping test events tonight because they had to postpone last night because of the weather. Yeah, we had tornado warnings, and my, my uh, I don't know about you, but the sirens were going off in our neighborhood last night, so... Uh, we had we had a little bit of going on here weather wise and and tonight again uh, guess what we're supposed to get more rain and more thunderstorms and more chance of nasty weather right in time for the jumping so oh. we'll see what happens what's the saying in Kentucky if you wait five minutes the weather will change Something yeah it's like pretty that. much true that's pretty much true well thank you so much Amy this is your second show you're now a radio <laughs> star here on the Horse Radio Network this was great fun I appreciate being here thank you well we appreciate you and thank you for listening to all the shows and we, we hope that you continue listening and telling all your friends about it Courtney it's always fun you can join us anytime thanks so much Glenn and Samantha it's so fun to be here and, and I always love hanging out with you guys well Samantha do you want to throw in some bloopers at the end here too or no <laughs> <laughs> Well, next week we'll be back with Helena. We'll be back next week. She actually had a vacation trip and tried out some horses in Aiken this week. So she was down there looking for an event horse and a a, uh, fox hunter. So we'll hear about her adventures, and we'll uh, have a guest who who escapes me right now who our guest is next week. But uh, we'll be back with... The Stable Scoop. 